2: Hello, and welcome to the inaugural podcast of the Greater Lansing Food Championship. I am Phil Friendy, sports writer with the LSJ, and just like I do on Spartan Speak and Prepapalooza, I am the host (laughs) of this whole thing and just kind of the generator of this idea, I guess for better or for worse. Uh, I got to admit it, guys, I am very nervous how this is going to go, but uh, I am honored to have you guys on the first podcast here uh, to my my left is sports storyteller Nate Atkins. Nate, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well, and don't sell yourself short. I mean, there's nobody in this newsroom I would trust more to pull the strings on this project than you. Uh, I mean that in a totally complimentary way, and I'm just honored to be a part of even one of these because I love food, and especially when I don't have to pay for it. So, happy to be here.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, a big bonus that uh, the 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 parent company, maybe unbeknownst to them, is footing the bill for the the entirety of the food that we're eating here and we just had a very scrumptious uh, lunch today, which we will talk about here in maybe 10 minutes or so. And to my right is our diversity and inclusion reporter, Crystal Nurse. Crystal, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I am full. I'm full with food and I'm full with opinions, so I'm ready to go with this.
2: Uh, this is this is like really the objective of We just want we we eat a lot of food and we just want to get our hot takes out there. But uh, I feel like we do have a sense of purpose with this with this podcast. So, kind of take everybody back here a little bit. Back in March of 2020, we came up with uh, what we ended up naming the Greater Lansing Food Championship, and what we wanted to do was pick the best restaurant in Greater Lansing, and we had 64. Uh, restaurants, that I think we as a newsroom kind of came to pick crystal i don't believe you were you were here for that Nate you were, you were here for that, and we came with six, two four, and the winner of that ended up being soup spoon, so we did not want to re- we did not want to review or go back to do the best restaurant. so we kind of wanted to take it a different step further. so what we're going to try to do this year is the best menu item on a Lansing restaurant. So when I say Lansing, like I really mean Lansing, like you had to have a Lansing address. So it was like Lansing and Delta Township. And I think that's probably going to cause some controversy because obviously there is a lot of great places to eat outside of Lansing, you know, both in East Lansing and uh in Grand Ledge and Hazlitt and in Williamston and do it in Holt. I cover everybody and Charlotte.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you've covered everybody.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But this, I I like being a part of this one
0: as opposed to the one, uh, that the users did because this is where we just tell the restaurants you know you're part of this, shoot your best shot, blow us away, and if we don't like it, then I guess your best shot was not that good,
2: yeah, that's another thing uh well, we <laughs> <laughs> Whew, Nate coming out firing we haven't even we haven't got down to the food yet, so this is another thing that we're doing different from twenty twenty is we let the readers uh vote for vote for each individual matchup, but instead of doing that this year, what I thought would be fun. And certainly inspired people who maybe listen to podcasts. Certainly inspired by the Doughboys podcast. If uh, you listen to that, uh, I thought that we would pick who wins each matchup by just having an odd number of people and voting on it ourselves, and the winner just advances to the next round. So this is where we are, and this is how it goes. So, so they have three. They have three ranking systems: recommended, highest rated, and most reviewed. So what I did was I put every single restaurant up to the top fifty in each of those three categories into an Excel spreadsheet gave them all numbers based on their rankings averaged them out and then that's how I picked then I whittled that down to 32 restaurants in each of the four categories which is which is pizza Mexican American and international and today we are we are doing Mexican and uh I think our two, comp- our two people here were huge fans of the food that we ate today for the most part. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. That's...
1: There's definitely some clear winners, some clear <laughs> not winners going mm. on today. So So
0: that's all I meant by saying that they're shooting their shot is that most of the food was wonderful. But I'm just saying that if, if we don't like your food, maybe someone else does. But we gave everyone a chance to shoot their best shot. And some of them yeah. did blow me away. And, and not every single one did, though. So.
2: And then what I did was once I picked the 32 restaurants, I called each of their 32 restaurants and said, and said, Hey, what is your most popular or your signature food item? And they answered. And that's how those things got selected. So I will admit that at first I was giving them the full rundown about us being from the LSJ and to pick your item, but a couple, I don't want, I'm not going to out who they are, but a couple of them, like, like, literally, like, freaked out. They were just like, uh, I don't know who to pick. I don't know what to do. And I was like, that's not, I don't want that. I kind of want, I kind of like the element of surprise off the cuffness. So before we get started here, actually, I'm going to go through the 32 restaurant bracket here in all four categories. So let's start in the pizza category where we've got the one seed, the Cosmos slash Zubies going up against Falsettas Casanova. The four-seed, Sleepwalker Spirits and Ale, going up against number five, Detroit Frankie's. The three-seed, Eagle Monk Pub and Brewery, going against the six-seed, Corey's Lounge. And the two-seed, DeLuca's, going up against the seven-seed, Harry's Place. Over in the American category, it'll be the one-seed, Meat Barbecue, versus number eight, Midtown Brewing Company. The four-seed, Good Truck and Diner, versus number five, Saddleback Barbecue. The three-seed, The Creel. Versus the six seed Capital City Barbecue and the two seed Soup Spoon going against the seven seed Weston's QP Burger. And in the international category, the one seed Chupli going against the eight seed Altu's Ethiopian Cuisine, the four seed Nola Bistro versus the five seed La Cocina Cubana, the three seed Zaytun Mediterranean going against the six seed Jose's Cuban Sandwich, and the two seed Nang Myanmar going against the seven seed. Sushimoto. now you will notice that i have not said the mexican bracket since we are eating that here so i wanted to save that for last so i will rattle through that here real quickly this is the one seed el oasis versus the eight seed el azteco the four seed panchos taquera versus the five seed acapulco mexican grill the three seed taquera el chaparito versus the six seed maria's cuisine and the two seed pablo's old town versus the seven seed Original Famous Taco. I see my two compatriots laughing over here at Original Famous Taco, and I think they're gonna they're gonna have some takes about those once uh, once we eat those. So I'm sort of excited about that. So are you guys ready? Are you guys ready? I think I've covered enough of the bases here. Are you guys ready to talk some food here?
1: I'm ready. All
2: right. Well, we are going to start right off in the one versus eight matchup, which is L Oasis versus Ls Taco. So the entrant for L Oasis was their bacon breakfast frito, And the bacon breakfast frito. so what I'm going to do is, when, for each, rest, each item I'm going to introduce, I'm going to talk about what the, what the menu says is in those and so that I can give everybody an idea of what we're talking about when we eat them. So the breakfast burrito is a flour tortilla with beans, tomatoes, cheese, onion, and your choice of meat. And of course, the choice we meat was bacon and egg. And that can also come with a chorizo and egg, steak and egg, ham and egg, and potato and egg. And for El Azteco, we have... The blue corn enchiladas, which are a natural Indian blue corn, which gives the tortillas for those enchiladas their deep natural flavor. The filling is a spicy cottage cheese mixture. Let's let's start with the eight seed here. Let's start with El Azteco and the blue corn enchiladas. Nate, what was your instant reaction to the to the enchiladas?
0: Uh, the enchiladas are good. So El Azteco is one of the ones on here that I'm most familiar with because I live pretty close by it, and it's uh, got a wonderful spread of of different foods there. So it's interesting that they pick this as kind of the, the shoot your shot moment when almost everything else on this list is tacos. So it's a little hard to compare in that sense. But, um, I, I thought that it, I thought it was a solid spread of, you know, of everything that was in there, the rice and the the beans and the, you know, in the enchiladas. And, um, I'm sure it's a little better when you're there and it's, it's fresh and you're in that vibe in the outdoor setting. So um, I think we liked that aspect of it compared to some of these other ones, but it was a, it was a solid if unspectacular dish.
2: Yeah. That's kind of the worst thing about this. So, you know, we don't, we don't have the Doughboys uh, money where we can just, uh, the three of us can just go dine at each of these eight restaurants at our convenience and, you know, drop all of the money to get, uh, to, to pay for all these and, and have the time really to time and the money to do all this. So we just kind of have to get the, get the items here in the office and we just kind of eat them all at the same time. And, uh, that's kind of how, what we're judging it off, uh crystal.
1: Honestly, I was pleasantly surprised with LS Taco. First off, like looking at it, I didn't know what it was cuz it did come in a tin can sort of, not tin can, a um a tin platter, but diving into it, especially the blue corn tortillas, man oh man, it was like a great surprise. I was just like cuz I actually like eating that. Than eating the tacos because it's kind of like different. It sets itself apart, and this is their shoot your shot. I feel like they did shoot their shot well because they were like, everyone else is going to give them tacos, let's give them their enchiladas, and it was amazing.
2: It's funny you said the first part about the uh, about the presentation of it because before you guys got there, I I had opened a previous opened up and looked at I'm like, these don't look like enchilada. What am I doing here? Sorry, I closed it. Then I like Googled pictures of enchiladas, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm just like. These aren't looking the same, right? Am I missing something here? And, and, and they weren't It was just, uh, wow. yeah, they were, they were, they were very flat. You didn't get the the natural bumps and curves, or whatever. So, I mean, it. it, it I think that the enchiladas are designed to look like a mess, but you know, once you actually dove in and ate it, it's just like I, I thought everything mixed out Like I'm, a, I'm a big cheese guy because I'm, I'm, I'm a basic, I'm a basic boy who just love cheese. I thought the cheese on that was great. I liked uh, the the blue corn the the, the actual enchilada, the, the uh, tortilla or whatever was was really good. I was surprised how much I liked it to be honest with you. Any other thoughts about the about that?
0: Well, it is a good point that they shot their shot with a knot. In- taco because i think everything on here is a taco or a burrito except for two of the eight so it's just kind of interesting that they they chose to do that but it made them stand out because there are a lot of these uh restaurants that i i would not trust with that dish the way that i would ls tico so well done
2: what do what do you what is your ls taco order you said you eat there a lot right
0: oh i i i tried pretty much everything on there but a lot of different uh just the different burritos are usually usually my go to but sides like those always kind of put it over the top
2: let's move on to el oasis and i said i said their presentation was the breakfast burrito we chose the bacon and egg breakfast burrito and i'm going to go first here uh look uh i love bacon i love eggs i mean that doesn't that doesn't, <laughs> ma- that doesn't make me different than anybody else than a lot of people i guess but uh I was stunned at how much. Maybe I shouldn't be stunned. But I was stunned at how much I loved it. Like uh, as you guys as you guys know, I'm not uh, I'm not a big uh, tomatoes guy uh, or whatnot, but you know that was that's part of it as well, and uh, or an onions guy for that matter. And I thought those meshed in perfectly with everything else, and I just really enjoyed I just really enjoyed it on the whole.
1: We got Phil Friend to eat vegetables. Yeah. and That was <laughs> a great plan, and we succeeded. So, so, I, so that
0: might be the strongest compliment to a dish. On this entire list was that Phil enjoyed the mix of vegetables in it, and honestly, I thought I thought that put it over the top because I mean you can get a breakfast burrito in a lot of places, and you can make them at home, and they're I mean it's hard to mess that up too much, but this kind of put it to a different level. The actual freshness of those ingredients mixed in with you know the eggs and bacon, and I just imagine like if if Ron Swanson went up to order this and and said you know I want all the eggs and bacon you have, and I don't just mean a lot, I mean all of it. This is the kind of thing that they would make for him. They might have to leave the vegetables out, but I think he would even enjoy this kind of a dish.
2: Yeah, let's not kid ourselves. Oasis is maybe one of, if not the most popular, you know, a Mexican joint in Lansing. So they've already got a head started. I remember when I mentioned to you guys previously that their entry was the breakfast burrito. I think we were a little taken aback that this is what they kind of wanted to put in here. But uh I after having ate it, I can see why they did it. I mean it's a little bit of a mess, but uh I like a mess, sorry Marie Kondo, uh, and it, <laughs> I just thought everything meshed together really well and this was a very a very strong entrance.
1: The massiveness of this burrito reminded yeah. me of a Chipotle burrito where it's basically a big baby. So you really can only eat one, you should order one. I was surprised though that they did include beans because I didn't taste any beans in that, in that burrito. I tasted straight up breakfast, which tasted good. It tasted great. But when you said that they have beans in the burrito, I didn't taste one bit of them.
2: Yeah, I didn't taste the beans in them. And that may have been actually why I liked it so much. Although uh well, one of our coworkers, Carol Thompson, uh, she had a little bit of a two and she said she the only thing that really stood out to her was the bacon and eggs. She said that kind of overpowered everything else. Did you guys kind of agree with that or no? Or I don't I, I don't know
0: how much she mixed in the vegetables with it. Yeah. Um, that to me made it a kind of a different thing. It's kind of an interesting matchup though to put El Oasis with LSTCo because Two completely different shots. I felt like a breakfast burrito is about as safe as you can go. Like, oh, we don't want to mess this up. As good as El Oasis is, I thought they might do something more bold than that. But this worked. It was different than the the normal breakfast burrito you get.
2: Well, as we as we've talked about before, I just love that we have so many different kinds of things in here, not just in Mexico, but and all the other ones. Like, it's basically just a, a chaos, it's a chaos agent is what's going to happen here. It's not all just. uh we're not picking the best chicken wing. or we're not picking the best olive burger ones. We're just trying to pick the best menu item, chicken So we, wing, we just, have, wing, a, we ha, we just have a huge mesh-up of <laughs> – I didn't mean to speak over your singing there, Crystal. I apologize. Yeah. Of uh, Everything there. All right. Are you guys ready to vote? Yep. All right. So how do you guys want this? Do, you guys, do we want to say our winner at the same time? Or yeah. do you want to do it individually? Do you want to do it individually?
1: Say our winner at the same time. Let's see who says it all.
2: <laughs> all right we'll we'll just say the rest don't have to say the the food item all right on th- uh, I will do it on the count of three: one, two, three. L.S. thought oh I, I thought l I thought oasis was gonna sweep we had an lS Taco no. there wow no
1: I love the surprise of lS taco it's just like is it something that you don't expect and then like when you eat it like especially the red sauce you just cook it in with like I'm not a cheese person. So having the cheese blend so well with the sauce, with the beans and the rice and everything else that they added on with it, that just adds on to the meal. And like I totally would buy that meal.
0: I Think it was a tough matchup for El Teco Yeah. They, they got kind of job by the committee here, I gotta say.
2: <laughs> uh, uh take your complaints not to me, but to the elf to, to the elf ratings. Yeah. To, i, to I do, the Sagarin I, rankings of food. That's right. I do think LS Teco beats a couple other uh, places on here that we're gonna get later. They just got uh, they got put at the eighth seat, which maybe, like you said, maybe a controversial spot. But you know what? We move we march on, we march on. All right, let's move on to the four five matchup, and that is Pancho's Takiera versus Acapulco. Mexican grill. Uh, Pancho's Taquera, Their entrance was the burrito tacos. Uh they are the first of th- <laughs> of three of the remain of the remaining six that had burrito tacos. So we got our fill of those today. And then Acapulco, Acapulco Mexican grills entrance was the Fijitas Acapulco. I was a, a very that was we talked about things being different. That was very different from the rest of the Items. Uh, so the fajita acapulco comes with a corner flour tortilla. I think this was a flour tortilla that we got today with steak, shrimp, chicken, chorizo, and pineapple.
1: It has pineapple in it.
2: Yeah, it's so that's what. There's some shrimp in it too. That's funny. You said you I said shrimp. If I, I did, sorry. Steak, shrimp, chicken, chorizo, and pineapple. Although I'm now that I'm seeing this, I don't remember seeing any pineapple in uh and there wasn't in the wasn't in the black mix. I didn't taste any mix? pineapple. I didn't taste any. I didn't notice that. Even. All right, well, let's start with the four-seed Pancho's Taquera and the Berea Tacos.
1: There's something in that taco. It reminds me of there's a spice in there that when you're eating a sweet potato or a pumpkin pie, there's that spice in there. I don't know what that spice is, but I can always taste it when I'm eating this taco. And it was so good. It was it made the beef taste very different than the other tacos that we had other beef tacos that we had and honestly I was like blown away by how well they used it because it's a spice that's used for sweet foods or for ham if you're going to make ham and the consomme that they had it was great it was great although probably to Nate's benefits they deconstructed their taco to where they had onions and cilantro on the side so Nate how was that for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I love ponchos, and so I I'm cool with them separating like that. It puts a little more work into you know putting it together, but you know it's kind of it's all part of the experience. And yeah, that spice is it's almost like it, it's not quite cinnamon, but there's an element that's kind of like that to it. And it, it what I loved about this we have three three burrito tacos on this menu. This one is the most different because of that. And I, I just thought it, I, I thought it made it stand out in a way that, you know, as we go through eight of these and especially three burrito tacos, something that really stands out and you remember, and you'll always remember that one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that really stood out for me for Pancho's was two things. One was the the beef, the shredded was much better than a different burrito taco that we're going to talk about later. And I loved that they, they had the double, they had also had the double layer with the, uh, uh, the tortilla or the shell or whatever and uh I just really enjoyed that. It was I love again, I love cheese. So there was the, the there was a lot of cheese with the uh with the uh with the pancho's one and I really like that. Uh all right. Acapulco Mexico, the fajitas. Uh there was to their credit, there is a lot that goes into the Fajitas Acapulco, which is probably why they consider that their signature item. That it comes in uh so obviously the excuse me the phone. The tortillas come separately. The uh, the meat parts of it come separately. You know, the steak, shrimp, chicken, and chorizo were all in a separate thing. And then, then you had like the guacamole and the rice and sour cream and a couple other things that I'm not remembering off the top of my head. All all in a, in a different bowl as well. So I mean, there is some work that comes with putting a, putting together these fajitas. But uh, Nate, what did you think of it overall?
0: Yeah, they certainly didn't jip you on the portions. No, the portions I
2: mean- were huge. <laughs>
0: You know, it's kinda of like when I when I order something with pita bread, my complaints always there's not enough pita bread for how much meat there is. So I felt like that a little bit with the with the tortillas here, but it's also a compliment just to the portion sizes, so I love fajitas, and I, I thought they did them pretty well. Um, there's a lot going on there, and it was weird that we. I, it feels like we still missed out on the pineapple, which I think could have made it a little bit better. Yes, yeah,
2: certainly would give it like a little twang there. That yeah. a, a I think
0: that, that's the only thing I had to say is, I mean, it felt felt you, there was so much meat, and it was juicy and it was cheesy. It just felt like there could have been a little bit of a, a little bit of a variety there with some kind of either lime or pineapple that I don't know what happened. if. if yeah. That was a one-off, or what?
2: Maybe it was there, and we missed it, which is but it'll probably be a worse sign than anything than anything yeah. else.
0: It didn't come through enough for me, though. So that's the only thing. It was it was pretty good, but it wasn't it wasn't amazing because of that.
1: I don't like working for food. <laughs> if I'm not expecting to work for my food, I get very frustrated. And I had to work for this, yeah. like just alone on the meat servings that they gave us. There was so much going on where. I didn't know how to take a bite where I, can, where I can eat everything and get the full flavor of it because either the way that they cooked it or the presentation of it, everything just meshed together in one taste. And to so that, to me, just it didn't allow me to have an elevated dish. And then I didn't even know until after one of our co-workers not our co-workers, after our editor, Stephanie Angel came in and put them together. And I was like, Oh, so that's not a taco salad sitting on the side. That's actually the fix <laughs> for the fajita, because I'm so used to a fajita having just, like, hot stuff on it. No, they added, like, more stuff. Like, they added the pico de gallo. They added the lettuce, the guac, and the sour cream. I'm just like, I didn't know what that was. I thought maybe that's the stuff for you to use with the, um, with the tortillas to have it on the side. But just the meat dish itself. It was just a little bit too much for yeah. me. Yeah.
0: And in, in hindsight, I think the best way to go about attacking that dish is kind of making a couple different varieties of them. So maybe you go one that's a little more, you know, steak heavy, one that's mm-hmm. got a little more of the, the shrimp and pico de gallo, and it makes it match that way. I don't know that we
2: attacked it that way because it was no. just kind of a mad rush. It was. It was. I so, have, I have to admit, like throwing steak shrimp and chicken there at the same all into the same thing you're like oh this is heaven but it was like ultimately at the end of that, I think it was just a little bit much and uh maybe that's also on us too for not maybe realizing all of the components and how they were supposed which is what a terrible thing to terrible things I feel like if they, would them have they were supposed grilled to them,
1: together if they would have grilled the items like they grilled the steak and they grilled the shrimp and they grilled the chicken I feel like that would have had a better taste than if they w- what looked like they were pan searing it so I feel like if they actually like grilled it and just grilled everything just straight up and had the nice grill marks and have like a little bit of burnt taste on them, that would definitely make it like a lot better. But also separate it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it 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 did, it did get mixed together a little bit more than I wanted, which is also kind of how I felt about uh, the El Estico dish. Maybe that maybe the
2: transit of driving it here was
0: a little bit a part of that, but that that was a little disappointing.
2: Yeah, that's just all the trying to. Uh, collaborate eight different menu items each day onto the into the mm-hmm. same thing is a little tougher than expected. All so right. it's probably just one of those that's probably better at the restaurant than yeah. trying mm-hmm. to deliver it somewhere. We're going to vote for Ponchos or Acapulco. You guys ready? Three, two, one. Ponchos. 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 Yep. Ponchos easily advances into the sweet 16. Congratulations. All right. Uh, the three versus 16 is a Berea is taco face-off between Taqueria El Chaparrito and Maria's Cuisine. So uh, I'll the, we had a little bit of an unfortunate break from 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 El chaparito uh I had ordered it to be delivered at uh one p m which is when we were gonna eat uh It came at eleven forty seven so that's not uh what you that's not what you want at all when it comes and I feel like it might be punished here a little bit but we'll find out and uh and Maria's cuisine was also the last thing that we received it was the freshest of the food items and uh we'll see if any of that plays a factor in our decision making uh let's start. Let's start with Taquiera, El Chaparrito, Nate. What did you think of their taco, of the Burrito Tacos?
0: Yeah, I definitely felt a little less freshness with this one than the Maria's one. Uh, so maybe that, that was a timing thing that was a little unfair to compare. But, um, I mean, this was solid. It, it's I mean, Burrito Tacos are such a, such a classic combination with, you know, the... Uh, all, all the onions and cilantro you put on it, the dipping and just the, the uniqueness of that taco compared to every generic taco you get. So it's hard to mess up. It, w- it was good, but it wasn't, I didn't think it was as good as the other two bur- uh, burrito tacos that both
2: stand out in their own way. Yeah. But uh, before we move on here, in case we don't get a chance to talk about this, let's talk about your, uh t- your Mexican food expertise here. I understand oh, yeah. that <laughs> you've received some honors when you lived in Chicago. I
0: don't know if don't it's so much
2: expertise or ex- if it's no, just an, are-
0: just investment, but yeah, I, uh, I I won a award back in I think it was 2015 when I was living in Chicago, and it was for the most loyal customer at a taco shop that was right around the corner for me. And I just I found it one day when I moved there, and I was like, this place is incredible. They just everything the tacos, the burritos, everything you could order there was cheap and incredible and huge portions. And let, little do I know. It gets to the end of the year. I think almost at New Year's Eve, maybe even on New Year's Eve, they just come out with like a Mexican champagne and give it to me and say I'm the most loyal customer of the year. And, and, and you know, this I, restaurant it, was named. I yeah, think I was got, named
2: the best. Uh, yeah,
0: Orbitz later named it the best taco in all of Illinois. Yeah. This shop that has <laughs> two locations in Chicago that I know of. And the best part of it is I ended up moving from Chicago. That's when I moved to Columbus. Uh, just briefly, I got back there a month later for something else, and they had moved to the location. So my presence leaving impacted <laughs> the business decisions, <laughs> and they had to move
2: to a different neighborhood. So, so you were named the loyal customer of a restaurant that was named uh, that uh, the one outlet gave the best tacos in Illinois. So yeah, there you so, go. That's, uh, so that
0: that may be impacting some of my uh, you know wowness or lack of wowness with some of these but those were not burrito tacos so at least it's a little yeah. different than this and yeah. i actually have not had burrito tacos really until i came to lansing they became kind of a big thing I don't know when that was earlier this year
2: i love that segue because i was just going to mention that crystal over here wrote an article earlier this year about the uh the rise of the burrito taco so i think you have a little more insight into this than all than all of us so what is it about the burrito taco that just makes it so fascinating for everybody
1: the taste, growing out, going out to restaurants, and also trying their consommé. Which, when I went to a different restaurant earlier this year for the burrito tacos, I saved the consommé and I had it with ramen, and it's amazing. It's delicious. And then the variety of ways that restaurants make their burrito tacos is just so fascinating. The thing is, like here, opposed to in Mexico. The burrito tacos that we will get here in Lansing won't be the ones that we get in Mexico because Mexico they use goat and goat is not is not very um not very cost saving of a thing to get right. when you're operating a restaurant so they go with beef shredded beef well they try to
2: <laughs> It works out pretty well yeah though, I with, think. for the like uh, I'll be honest I today was the first day I've ever had burrito tacos and uh, I loved two of the three that uh, that we had here so that's kind of so what was I, the I other hate. one. Which one? Uh, the one that didn't really? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's t- uh, Tucker The one we were
1: Tuckery, yeah. Sorry, tucker,
2: El Chaparito. The thing about it was uh it was just okay. Uh, the tortilla was okay, even though it was a little delayed for us to get to eat it. It still felt a little overdone when mm-hmm. I was eating it. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. And I was just like, I mean, the flavor was the flavor was okay. I mean, it's hard to. I think we're learning it's kind of hard to screw up burrito. Totally screw up burrito tacos, but mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was just a little overdone compared to the to the other two.
1: Yeah, with Taqueria especially. I feel like they didn't shred their beef enough. Mm-hmm. Like I got chunks of beef in several tacos and that was just I was already annoyed because like you want to have a nice healthy balance of beef to taco to cheese. And this one is just chunk beef, chunk beef, chunk beef, yep. whereas the others shredded beef and the shredded beef was just that's what makes a burrito taco so good because it's shredded and it's easy to eat. It's not light, but it's easy to eat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also just kind of felt like the shell felt almost a little overdone spry the word, almost like it had already been heated back up when I know that was not the case. Yeah. So between the shell and the meat, I just, I think it lacked compared to both of the other
2: two. Yeah. And let's talk about the, the last of the ones and, and its opponent in this one, Maria's cuisine. Uh, this was probably my favorite of them, at least in the first round here. I loved, I loved the shell. The shell tasted perfect. Now, uh, for a cheese component i would probably give it to to ponchos but uh when you combine the the, it was, the maria's was like perfect perfect crisp perfect uh perfect texture and the the beef was great and then the the, the consomme was was really good and i i just loved everything about the uh maria's
1: i cannot say anything more about maria's cuz maria's is just like i just love it i love it so much like i love the fact that they actually they toast their um tortillas they toast it with consomme too, so when they're making the tacos, they're making the burritos, They put, they pour a little bit of the consomme on there and let it cook for a bit. Then throw the cheese. Then throw the onions. Then throw the beef, and it's just like they slap it all together. And the consomme, oh my god, it's just so good.
0: And the way it stays together is incredible mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like these are easy tacos to have just kind of become a complete mess, and this is so sturdy. This the shell I think puts this one completely over the top. It just it's it's so sturdy and yet it doesn't. It's not sturdy because it was like taken out of a box. It's like they put so much into this, into mm-hmm. the preparation of that shell to make it over the top. I mean, the only things that I can quibble with this are, are so incredibly minor. I, I didn't, uh, uh, they could have more lime in there for one thing. It had like two very tiny limes that I think are kind of a nice part of it. But that taco didn't need a lot
2: more than that. Yeah. So. All right, well, I think we got a winner here, but we'll go ahead and, and uh, just name it here. Uh, three, two, one. Maria's. Maria's cuisine three no sweep. All right, on to our final matchup here in the first round. It is Pablo's Old Town versus Original Famous Taco. So Pablo's this is the four five. Yeah, this is the two. This is the two seven. Yeah, four five was uh, Pancho's and acapulco So Pablo's entrance was the La Torta. Uh, made with fresh homemade bread, which you could definitely tell, and we'll get to that later. Uh, Filled with beans, Mex- Mexican shredded cheese, tomato, onion, avocado, jalapeno, and your choice of meat or veggies. This is Heaven Seed, original Famous Taco. What we got from there was their Famous Taco. It is uh, it is an interesting. Uh, so the, the, I want to talk a little about Famous Taco here for a 2nd There, one of the – they've been around forever. I mean they're one of the most popular – at least for a long time, they were one of the most popular taco places in Lansing. At one point they had six locations, uh, here in Lansing it was founded in 1968 by Frank de la Cruz senior. It's pretty interesting that they, they had failed, they had failed restaurants in a couple of other cities before striking gold in Lansing. And, uh, and there were two down at one time, there were two downtown near our offices here. I mean, this is going way, this is going back probably the seventies or eighties and maybe even the nineties at one point. But, uh, I mean, this is a place that everyone knows. And, uh, I don't think that's gonna anything I just said is gonna sway you guys here about what what, what we're gonna talk about when we talk about their famous taco, which is uh, what we had. But let's start. Well, let's start with the famous taco. What did you, I will go first? Uh, I will say that I thought the I like the shell. I thought it, I, I thought it was okay. Uh, it, it tasted fine overall, but I mean when it com- when you compare it to the rest of the the menu, the rest of the items here, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to stack up. I think.
1: I'm not sure how to say this lightly, so I will say it. It was not a great dish. I don't know why it's famous, but that dish, it reminds me of Taco Bell. And but that's not a good thing because when I think of Taco Bell, I think of something that where I'm wasted or I'm coming off of a of a long night drinking. I have someone driving me and they're getting me whatever garbage that I mumble over to them and I eat it because it's a drunk food that I want. This is not something that I would wake up in the morning and think, "Hey, I'm going to order a famous taco later on tonight for dinner. It just wasn't it. The beef, it was, it wasn't seasoned well. Like I felt like the beef was just cooked and then they threw everything else in there. Like I needed more taste from the beef and it tasted like a, like basically like a white American taco, which means you're going to put beef, cheese, onions, not onions, um, lettuce, tomatoes. You're going to put some sour cream on top and then salsa and call that a Mexican taco, even though it's not a Mexican taco. So it's just like it didn't sell for me.
2: Yeah, you stole. I was I had forgotten to explain what was in it, but you just explained everything that was in it right there. So I know you hated the sauces. You did not like the sauce as well because it came with side of nachos as well.
1: That's that that salsa was not salsa. It tasted to me like tomato soup. And I don't like tasting tomato soup when I'm prepared to taste salsa. Salsa is supposed to be nice and chunky. And this was very soupy, like very, very soupy, like immediately before I even like ate anything from there, I smelled the salsa and I'm like, why do I smell tomato soup? So that immediately shook out for me. And then just eating the taco, I can only really take one bite from it before I just like I just couldn't do it because to me just wasn't good.
0: This kind of feels like a place that maybe parents take their kids, and the kids like it a lot, and that's what makes it famous. It's kind of like what Taco Bell is too. I mean, you love Taco Bell when you're six years old, and then when you're, you know, twenty six years old, it is kind of more of a drunk food type or or fast food experience. So that's kind of how this felt to me. It wasn't, uh, I wasn't, you know, bothered by it necessarily, but definitely the meat did not stand up to any other meat that we had. It, It felt like something that you just kind of threw in a. A pan for, for six minutes and then threw in the taco um, felt like something one of us could have made decently well. Um, I could see how they make a lot of these. And, and if you want to just order a bunch of them and and be quick about stuff, it can work. Uh, but the, the salsa was definitely the most disappointing part of it because, I mean, there are thinner salsas that's kind of restaurant style salsa. that That's not a problem, but this had like nothing. This had like no texture to it at all. And absolutely no spice and spices where you get flavor. So again, it's the type of stuff that adults like that maybe kids are a little less into. So I can see why this works for a family.
2: It did not work for me. Yeah, I love, I love the takes. They are flying. All right, well, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the little torta from, uh, pablo's uh, as i mentioned when i was describing it, i, the, I thought the bread was great uh, there were, there were no dip, there was no dipping sauce that came with it but if there had been that bread was like the perfect bread to use to di- to dip everything into and uh, i i just love i love the the avocado i love the addition of the avocado to it I to just it just kind of give a little little different taste to it a little different texture and uh, overall just a, a winning sandwich there's a reason it's the two seed
1: it was definitely refreshing like that's the immediate thought that i got when i ate it was that even though the bread it, the bread is thick, but when you have the jalapeno and you have the avocado added in, which no one else had, eating that was very refreshing. And, like, it was so light, too. So I enjoyed eating it, and the meat was just so good and tender that, like, I would definitely order it again, and, like, it's a big meal. That's a very big dish, and I'm not an avocado fan. I will only eat it if it's in sushi, so, to have it in this dish, it just tastes so good. And honestly, it was, it, I mean, it's pretty easy to beat famous taco, but this beat famous taco.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love avocado, especially on sandwiches. So, I thought that was a great touch. It was a little, almost a little, I dare say, too much avocado because it made it almost, it was almost a little clumsy. Um, this is definitely a better sandwich to just eat. You know, you order one for yourself and eat it. It was a little hard to share it. Um, once you started cutting it and things just kind of went all, all over the place. Right. So I love the bread. And and I just think it's interesting that, again, this is the only torta on this list. They could have, you know, everyone else is doing tacos and um, and even some enchiladas and stuff, but this one went torta. That's usually kind of a Little more of an obscure dish at some of these places mm-hmm. but clearly they're proud of their bread and how they do it and i can see why
2: yeah i definitely
1: i think we have like what five people here that ate the torta <laughs> so
2: yeah. and uh, our one of our photographers matthew day smith came in and said his favorite thing from pablo's was i think just the mexican taco, tacos right it was yep. his was his preference so i mean everyone's got their everyone's got their own little uh things well, thing well uh let's make this a formality here pablo's versus famous taco three two one Pablo's, all right. We had three sw- three clean sweeps, except for the one eight game where where LS Taco was pro- may have been unfairly seated as as an eight seed, and uh, probably well, be- it's
0: below Famous Taco, so it was unfairly seated. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's
1: how do you how do you rate the enchiladas worse than oh Elf- then Famous Taco's Famous Taco? Well,
2: I uh, I didn't have I I picked I picked the seeds before I knew what the foods were going to be for each of them, so. I never had famous taco before, so I didn't know. I didn't know what their tacos were going to be like. So don't, uh, I say, don't don't yell at me, Crystal. Um, do you guys have any, uh, maybe outside of what we ate today, any thoughts on these restaurants? Maybe what you'd like to get from the, get from from those spots.
1: Obviously, I'm swayed with Maria's because I can now review it after we've already voted on it that that was the place that I went and had my burrito tacos from, and the two owners, Maria and her son Kevin, they are the sweetest people ever. Like. This may be me trying to say support them, but try them, try them.
2: Yeah, you're going to. be the th- There's a theme here that this is one of many of these restaurants, not just in the Mexican, but throughout the entire thing. This food truck that, just like El Oasis, that pr- uh, produces just great, perfect Mexican food.
0: I just think the variety here is kind of interesting because you got a couple of those Marias and El Oasis that are just food trucks, so they're built obviously on the the food itself, and then there's some others like uh Estico, that's more of a spot. You go and hang out for a couple hours and order, order some margaritas. And then there's some of these that are just very quick in and out type places. Uh, Pablo's kind of felt that way, maybe more of a lunch spot than a dinner spot. So just mm-hmm. a lot of variety. And I think that'll impact it here. Cause we're almost, we're just judging the food and how it is to take it away from the restaurant and share. And, um, you know, some of these are more strong in their own environment, so I think that definitely favors the food truck ones a little bit more to what we're doing. But yeah. um, it was interesting to try them all, though.
2: Yeah, I will say that a lot of the, t- the ones we picked up against are, are newer ones. And I want to I circle back on El Oasis. While yes, the, the the food we got today was from the food truck on Michigan. They do have a couple. They do uh, excuse me. Do have two brick and mortar stores, one in Hazlitt and one uh, on Pennsylvania. So like you, we, I was talking about the uh, openings. El Oasis has been around since two thousand five. Pablo's two thousand five. Uh, Taquira El Chaparrito 2018, Poncho's 2019, Acapulco 2018, uh, Maria's 2015, and the original famous taco 1968, and Ella's taco 1976. So, I mean, those those are two institutions that we just decided that we were going to not uh, advance to the second round. So
1: Well, you guys chose not to advance Ella's taco. Yeah. <laughs> let's put the record straight I say the Sagarin guys. rankings
0: did they should have been
2: sorry <laughs> there, there's, not no, against the one there's no good way to rank perhaps I should not have put them where they did but uh, that's uh, another I story refer, for, we, this is what we want, discussion yeah, no, we, you know? chaos, chaos is a ladder
1: listen, chaotic evil is always good evil
2: alright, any final thoughts here before uh, we before we wrap up
1: no. Tacos no. are
2: great. I loved them. All right. I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll go start with you, Nate. Nate. Where can we where can we find you out in the world?
0: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nate Adkins underscore. And uh, yeah. That's 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 the place. Crystal.
1: You can find me on Twitter at CrystalRNurse Nurse on Twitter. Got the nice blue check, so you know it's me. <laughs> uh,
2: I have the nice blue check mark as well. You can find me on Twitter at phil underscore friend, and you can follow all. You can follow us at LSJ News on Twitter. We're Lansing State Journal on. Facebook, LSJ News on Twitter, uh, LSJ News on Instagram. That's what I meant to say. I said LSJ News on Twitter twice. I meant to say Instagram, and uh, I'll just throw Lansing State Journal of Sports on Instagram as well, just for just for fun, since we have two sports writers uh, in the room. If you guys want to talk with us, uh, please use the hashtag LSJ Eats. To generate the conversation, we'll see if we can get that going, and uh, yeah, let uh, us know what we're missing about yeah. the famous taco. And, and, and and, and the loyalists please, need to come out.
1: Please tell us what we're missing about famous taco because uh, we got to know. Uh, and if you know how to get a Mr. Taco to us, tell us.
2: Oh, uh, we will. We will.
1: We will all rate Mr. Uh, taco. They got gypped.
2: Uh, well, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm pretty. I'll. Well, I'll spoil it. I guess I'm pretty certain we're going to do a bonus episode specifically on Mr. Taco. So. Uh, we we, we, we got to get those we gotta get those downloads up, you know. That deserves that's the, its that's own the, episode. That's the way to do it. Exactly. All right. Thank you guys for joining me and thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys come back for the second episode.